0: Kia ora, and welcome to the series of broadcasts called Let's Chat About, where I'll give experts working in the dementia across Aotearoa an opportunity to talk about a topic and share some of their evidence that's available. I'm Cathy Perry and I'm the Director of the Dementia Learning Centre at Alzheimer's New Zealand. If you're interested in knowing a little bit more about the experts, please visit the Dementia Learning Centre section on the Alzheimer New Zealand website. Here you'll find more about them and links to some resources. Well, today I've got the absolute privilege of talking to Shelly Kennedy, dementia specialist of the Somerset Group. So in this episode, we will be chatting about a common phrase said by people living in a dementia in residential care, I want to go home. Before we get, welcome Shelley, and um, thanks for taking the time to join us. But first, Shelley, can you tell us a little about you?
1: Hi, Kathy. Yes, um, sure. So, thank you very much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. Um, so, my background is an occupational therapist. I've worked a lot in older persons' mental health services. And currently, I am a dementia specialist here at Somerset organization. So I support our um, organization with all things to do with um, dementia and supporting our caregivers. Oh, and that's, our residents. Yeah. Thank you, Shelley. Shall we get started with our first question?
0: Shelley, would you like to start by sharing why people living with dementia often say, I want to go home?
1: yeah Kathy, it's a really um common question that we that we do hear people saying. Um, and I think it's important for us to remember that there might be many reasons um and differences uh, in why people say um say this question. So we really need to start by focusing on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a little question for you. So what are your immediate thoughts when you think of home? My thoughts about
0: home are uh, where I, like to be to be safe, right? right? And have a sense of belonging.
1: Sure, yeah. So that's um really important for us to remember. So most most people experience home as a place of comfort or having a feeling of safety. So if someone's telling us that they want to go home, perhaps it's actually the feeling that they're missing. Um what I what I talk to caregivers about is we really need to check what's going on for the resident, um, and is the person lonely? Are they scared? Or are they really unhappy about something? Mm. Um, so that's our first first reasons, you know, for looking is, is working out what might be happening for the person right now. I
0: heard um, that Somerset have chosen to train and learn the VIPS model. Can you tell us a little bit about what the VIPS model is
1: and why you were motivated to use this particular model? Yeah, sure. So um, within Somerset, we were using the person-centered care approach um, with our memory care centers and our memory care centers. However, we felt like we needed something else to kind of structure us a little bit more. So the the VIPs model is a framework that hangs person-centered care um. On and the letters are an acronym. So V stands for values, I for individuals, P for perspective, and S for social. So, um, so what does person centred care mean? And this mm. is an um, an umbrella really, a model that we can hang person centred care on. Um, the, the framework has its roots um, from Tom Kitwood, who I'm sure you've heard of before, and he conceptualised person centred care. Um, but it breaks it down into manageable chunks in four different areas. So um, what we do with the model is that we measure ourselves against the different areas of the model, whether we strongly agree we're doing something or whether we strongly disagree, we're doing that aspect of care. And then we can create a bit of an action plan for ourselves around how we can improve our service delivery and really support our residents differently. So that's kind of what our ultimate goal was around using the model was to have a bit more structure um, and so now we teach our staff um, about the model, how we can use it and how we can support people living with dementia in a in a better way and luckily um, around just the same time as this the New Zealand Dementia Foundation put out the Dementia Stars modules which mm-hmm. are um, also based on person-centered care and the VIPs model. So um, it was fabulous timing for us. And so the STARS, which is short training and awareness and responsiveness, are kind of eight modules that focus on different areas that caregivers may need to think about how they work alongside people living with dementia. So they've really supported us to use the model and to have a, a great framework for supporting our caregivers. So that's very exciting. And can you tell me then what
0: the staff are telling you now that they're working in this model? How do they feel? Uh, how does it, uh, How does that approach change the way they are working with the people, with the residents with dementia?
1: Yeah, I guess it's giving us a real focus on um, really understanding what's happening for the person and thinking about the person first. Um, and, and getting staff to reflect, almost putting themselves in the resident's shoes often um, is, is kind of what they're learning. How would I react if this was happening to me? What else do I need to think of in order to support the person better? So they're really enjoying the, um, the learning modules. And um, yeah, the, the framework itself is, is quite new for staff, but um, we're slowly yeah, increasing our education around that and, and what that looks like.
0: So do you see the carers taking a lead in, um, you know, using the VIP model And uh, when a person says, I want to go home?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's around really reflecting and understanding where that person's coming from. And so the VIPs model talks about, you know, understanding a person's life history. And so that's one of the tools that we use is... Um, is understanding about a person's life and where they've been. Um, the model itself talks about um, often, you know, those unmet needs for people. So we might look at, you know, if someone says, "I want to go home," um, our approach is to think through what are the what are the unmet needs that we're hearing here. Is it um, an emotion? Are they feeling that something is not right? Are they worried, anxious or lonely? Do they need some reassurance or hug? You know, that they're actually safe? Or is it a physical unmet need? And you know, physical needs are really important that we that we support people with. So are they hungry? Are they thirsty? Are they tired? Are they just unable to tell us that one of those things isn't working for them at the moment and um, therefore they want to go home so they can feel, you know, that warmth or that safety or the security that they need. So we often try having um a conversation with people so you know what does home look like um tell me more about home yeah um who who is at home who would be at home if you were to go now you know and just actually listening to to what the person has to say and really um thinking you know what that might need what needs they might have there mm-hmm. No, I
0: think that's a great example of um, you know, when resin does want to say, I want to go home. Do you ever let anyone go home?
1: Um, yeah, I mean sometimes we we do, yeah. Let's yeah. let's go then and off we go for a walk. And it might just be a change of environment that someone yeah. needs to kind of um, you know feel a bit better in, in the moment um, or we might you know go on an outing yep let's let, let's head out and go and do something um, often going into the garden or you know redirecting or reorientating to the environment um, can be useful and engaging in another activity um, let's go and make a cup of tea or let's talk about that you know and just kind of changing the subject if, if that's possible for the person.
0: Well, I think that I'll be, um, I'm will be. i going to be very interested as, uh, you know, you move this model, embed the model into Somerset Group. Um, so where can people go to learn more about the VIPS model, um, Shelley?
1: Yeah, so they have a great website. It's called CareFit for VIPS, um, VIPs, and we will put the link. I think you'll put the link um, for people to look at. And also, um, the New Zealand Dementia Foundation, the Dementia Stars modules can be found there, and they're a really great resource, um, really interactive and useful for um, understanding what might be going on for a person and and how to support them. Right. Well, thanks
0: for your insight, Shelley. It's been fascinating to learn about those how care providers are actually thinking a a different way of providing person-centered care for people living with dementia. And I've really, really enjoyed hearing about the VIPS model and how important that might be for people living with dementia and engaging the notion of respect and dignity, which is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, And having a focus on the quality of life, those are all the things that are so important again, with the individual life story, so that we can really, really support that person's sense of who they are. So uh, thanks everybody for joining in today. Namihi nui. Goodbye to our next chat.